Hey, Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And welcome to On the Air with Power Squared. Uh, this week, we're going to take a look back at 2021. Yes. As it, as it starts to enter our rearview mirror. Our Power Squared Rewind, if you will. Right. <laughs> Since and, YouTube won't do it. <laughs> so, um, 2021 was not the year I think anybody thought it was going to be. No. We're all hoping that everything would be over behind us, but it looks like it's still, COVID is still with us. Yeah. First Delta, now Omicron. Right. So it's had an effect on not only Power Squared, but probably everybody's lives in general, unless, of course, you just don't wear a mask and don't get vaccinated don't care right. but everybody else it's affected you yeah so um we've tried to stay productive uh we released uh two issues this year yes uh issues 11 and 12 which finish off the uh trilogy of what's in a name where we introduce uh the convincer yes to readers and we hope that you know, you'll pick those up uh, all, I guess I'll use this as a selling point. All the comic books are available at the campus store. Yeah. At powersquaredcomicbook.com slash the campus store. Yes. So, and we encourage you, of course, if you're watching this, to enroll. And so that way you'll get our newsletter. Which right. you know when things come out. Anyway, so 11 and 12. So how do we feel about what's in a name? Uh, like in general. Or? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was uh, it was our first. Um, uh, was the last issues we had with Nina yes. as the colorist, um, and uh, I think it turned out pretty well. Right, I think yeah, it was um, yeah. So I think it was a, it was a pretty good issue. I think we're starting to kind of get our groove by this point. Well, we better. Let's hope. Um, so we finished that those those issues published. Actually, those are leftovers in a way from the Kickstarter we did in 2019. Yeah. Um, those were the three issues that, uh, if you paid money, you have a character named in one of the issues. Yeah. And of course that that was actually successful and people took it. And uh, so those issues technically went out in 2019. Well, early access. Right, early yeah. access. But they <laughs> were pu say. published in 2021. Yeah. Um, so then we started working on, uh, we actually already finished 13, 14, and 15, and so we were working on finishing up 16 at the beginning of the year. Yes. Uh, I have down that Julie was doing coloring on that, and we started and completed not only 16, but 17 and 18 and 19. Yes. So we finished four issues. <laughs> my, my withered hand. We finished four issues uh, this year uh, and started work on number 20. Uh, well, actually, we're still working on issue 19. So right. being colored. Yeah. And I guess lettered. Yeah. So I, I got to And lettering depends on the color, right? Right. So uh, we want to talk a little bit about. Um, so 19 was your first. Uh, as the lead writer. Yeah. Uh, Kama Itachi. Right. Uh, that was at least the working title, but I guess that just became the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, again, it was 
partly influenced by a uh, Yu-Gi-Oh archetype called Yosenju that was based around the concept and then I thought about like what if the boys actually went up against like three yokai that they couldn't see or right uh, or too fast for them to interact with so I wrote the issue around that idea okay um so before that we were uh, 16 through 18 are is is a trilogy called Mocha and Raven. Yeah, uh, where we all know who Mocha is because you've been wa- watching and reading along. But Raven is another uh, yokai. Yes, and she's a three. She's a uh, three taloned raven. Three legged raven called a uh, Yadagarasu. Right, and uh, she and Mocha have some history, and she and Mocha kind of reunite and not necessarily the happiest ways right in this issue and and if you read issue one we bring billy o'shea back that's right all right so it's worth it um so those will be coming out hopefully in the next year or so because the, the goal for next year is to get um 13 and 14 and 15 out yes so we still have a ways to go get these uh, out in public um okay so are there any issues that you know you feel good about? I mean, and and the issue now we're working on is issue twenty. Yes. We just started working on that with Rachel, and that's called Mission. At this point, Mission I Stand Stand. Yes. And is one of the older stories we've had sort of sitting around for a while. Yeah. And um, no, that was one of the original concepts. Right. So we're finally getting around to that, and because uh, yeah, I do remember talking about it a long time ago. We started working on it. So um, and that's. I, we started it back when the U.S. was still in Afghanistan. We thought they'd be there forever. And uh, yeah, it was during the Forever War. <laughs> they, they ended As that. Some people call it. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be that'll be wor- being worked on. Uh, that's I think a two arc, two issue arc. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll have some other stuff coming up. So we'll get to that in the next uh, <laughs> podcast. Um, so we. T- if you've been again watching and playing along, um, we had a signing set up. It took a long time to set up at Golden Apple for March in 2020. Yeah, we were going to do it, but then right before our date, the uh, world shut down. Yeah, everybody holed up, and so that got canceled. And I guess we felt secure enough that. It was under. It was at that point. It was Delta, and if you were vaccinated, you were okay. And yeah. So we kind of thought we could risk it, and we we did a signing in September. Yeah. Uh, at Golden Apple. Yeah. Which is also Batman Day. Yes. Uh, and uh, so they were also giving away free Batman comics. And one of the things they were asked us to do was to hand out free Batman comics. Yeah. Um, so that signing was fun. It was not a. Hu- I would not say. I would not say it was a huge success. I mean, we get a few people, but not, like, overwhelming. No, not a huge turnout, but sadly, we kind of expected that. <laughs> yeah, well, and also, it's it was a Saturday afternoon during, still during COVID. Yeah. You know, so it was sort of a... So, in a way, what did we expect? <laughs> right. But it was nice. We we took Julia along. Yeah. And that was great. I had actually never had met her until that day. <laughs> so, that was, that was nice. Um, and she went along, and I think... It, I th- you know, I think it was a good bonding experience. Yeah. Yeah, but not a huge... I don't think anybody joined our ranks or anything like that no. because of it. But that's not... 
here or there. Not complain. We, we did still sell some stuff. Yes, we did. And actually, <laughs> to a, a former teacher of yours. Yeah. And Trevor's. Did not expect that. No. Not a big sell. But it was not, you know, we did sell a few, and it was nice to get out there and do it again. And it would be nice to do it Yeah. again, but not for a while, because I'm a cron. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, one of the things that's been a constant is we've done this show on the Air with Power Squared. Yes. Uh, every week. Um, now this is, I should admit this is taped ahead, <laughs> uh, but we've been live every Friday. Yeah. Um, and I guess we had one incident during the time where the recording kind of went kapooey and we had to re kind of you and I did a uh, sort of a recap yeah the next day because we had nothing to I guess we weren't recorded or something like that yeah oh, it's fun the fun of a live show uh, but we've had some I think some we've had a lot of guests on the show yes we have. and I know uh, that was sort of we kind of toned that down towards the end of the year yeah. Um, but we started off in January. Uh, one of the people we had on the show was the G, G Man Comics. They were there. Uh, it's Rick Offenberger, uh, Jim Burroughs, and Eric uh, Bennett. Yeah. Who, who are the three of the people behind that? It's a kind of a pretty big series. I mean, they have a lot of characters and a lot of storylines going, and it's it's a fairly it's a much bigger thing than Power Squared. Yeah. And they have a huge staff and all this. I mean, we're, I felt very small by comparison. <laughs> um, but it was it was fun to actually do that. And, and uh, Rick is the editor of First Comics News. Yeah. Uh, which has uh, been a very good website for us. Yeah. So it was good to have him on the show. Uh, in February, we uh, we ended up with three fellow creators from Artith Merrick. Yes. Uh, Sean Hall, who's the creator of Dirk, Dirk Brody. Brody. Uh, ben Lee and Tina Sessa Ward, who are the creators of... Uh, Delegates. That's right. And Philip Lee, who's the creator behind... Baguette Robot. Right. And uh, that was actually it was a good experience. Actually, Philip Lee was pretty funny, as I recall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, was, it was good to... We're, if you're not getting unaware, we're on artithmeric.com slash power squared. You can find our comic books there as well as t-shirts and uh, other paraphernalia. Um, so these are other creators on that website. We thought it would be fun to kind of, yeah. you know, we all rise, we all rise together, you know. And so we had them on. It was it was nice. Yeah. Good. And uh, it was um, kind of, it, it's, I like having other creators on the show because you get to ask them questions that kind of about you know they're kind of universal yeah yeah like my favorite is of course who's your ideal reader yeah. <laughs> nobody maybe we should change that to who's your target demo that's right yeah because <laughs> for our own little research yeah uh in march we had uh and i think we reached out to david whalen at correct it's correct hand correct correct handed comics right and uh he is the uh creator behind the offspring and some and several other uh books yeah and so he was nice enough to come on the show and we were able to talk to him we invited him on so that was the first time we reached out to somebody we had no connection to yeah we invited him on that was kind of fun uh we also did or you did the first book review yeah uh yeah and i ended up doing a review for the blog uh trophy unlocked uh for house of leaves 
Um, House of Leaves, uh, over time, became kind of a divisive book. Uh Um, But when I was playing the Beginner's Guide, I saw that, like, it's the closest thing to a House of Leaves game. So I decided to, like, read the book. Although it was also... The the game was also compared to Pale Fire, but when I uh, looked up the premises of both books... I decided to check out House of Leaves, and uh, I kind of regretted doing that. <laughs> it wasn't a positive review. Like uh, there were things I did like about the book. Like when I was when I read it, it had like weird formatting. I was like all in on that. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. The, but there was a character Johnny Truant who is like. I am aware of his narrative significance, but he was too obnoxious for me to handle, so I just <laughs> skipped him, and I, he told me I could skip him, so I skipped him. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first time we've reviewed a book yeah. on the show. I feel like I could have done a better job. <laughs> well, hey, first time, you know, yeah. you get better as you go along. Uh, the next week, this is like week... One, two, three, four. The next week, we, <laughs> we interviewed Gamal Hennessy. Yeah. Uh, who is a comic book marketing person. Kind yeah. Of, I'll say, you know, he had, uh, had written a book that was uh, on a Kickstarter. We don't have the book with us uh, now. Uh, but uh, it was all about how to market your comic book. Yeah. And so we uh, had signed up for one of the things with the Kickstarter. If you paid extra, you could have a, a private meeting with him. Right. Yeah. Which we did, and then we said, "Could you, would you want to be on the show?" And he said, "Yes." I'm always surprised yeah. when people do. <laughs> and so he was on the show, and he said, it "Was a, I think he said it was a good interview." Yeah, yeah. So should check that. All these are also available, and we'll have a link, of course, because you'll be watching this on the website, on the uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> but um, we'll have a link to the YouTube channel so you can watch all these. Yeah. So that was number eighty, if you're counting. Uh, Eighty-one. We. Uh, brought uh, Lucas Scheffel, yeah, who is the man down under. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he is, uh, this is, I think this was his second time on the show. Uh, he and his wife and, or excuse me, his partner and child yeah. um, bought a caravan and are driving around Australia. Yeah. Sort of. See more of. Yeah, the seeing the sites, not really with any sort of home base. I guess maybe their parents' or houses or their home bases or whatever, but they're just sort of exploring Australia. And he's also doing Angry Fed Comics. Yes. So uh, he's. It was a great. I like having him on the show. He's very funny. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's it's sort of fun to hear about a different, a different place altogether. Yeah. Um. So, as we turn the page. Uh, in April, that was just through March. In <laughs> April, uh, we had John Dexter on, who was uh, doing a Kickstarter for his book Alpha Dogs. Yeah, he approached. Yes, us. he was. <laughs> yes, he approached us. That was the first time somebody actually said, "Hey, can I be on your show?" So since he was the first time, we said, "Okay, sure." <laughs> <laughs> somebody wants to be on the show, sure. And so he was good. Um, his book did his Kickstarter funded. Books come out, and I've, I have a copy. It's, it's, about a dog. Yeah. It was much better than I was expecting. So <laughs> um, we started having uh, 
team meetings in April. We'd had, um, uh, I think, people on the show, uh, I'll say the girls, but it's Rachel and Julia and yeah. Trevor on the show in January and I think February, but we started having regular uh, team meetings in, in April, and we've continued having them the whole rest of the year. Yeah. Um, and it's just a chance for us to... We're in constant contact with them. It's not like we don't see them until <laughs> the show, but it's a chance for them to come on and talk about, you know, their yeah. experience. I get to ask and, them questions. And uh, be more transparent about the progress of the book. Right. And, you know, we get to... It's, it's just nice to see everybody, so I enjoy those, yeah. those shows. Uh, we also had um, a long interview <laughs> that he intended, or we intended, with John Barber, who was then the editor of IDW. Yeah, the editor-in-chief. Yeah. Um, that was uh, very insightful mm-hmm. and informative. Uh, we got to ask him a question related to Transformers. Uh, probably won't go anywhere now, but <laughs> no. But it was it was very. He gave us a lot of time, yeah. uh, and I give him credit for that. And I, I I do feel like we kind of were you know wearing out our welcome towards the end there. But it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, and it's a pretty career spanning up to that point interview yeah yeah so uh you should definitely try to check it out if you have a chance uh that's uh, oaps number 84 yes uh in june because we were going to put out issue uh 12 yeah i got the right number i was getting screwed up uh we had uh nina gaylord come back on yeah uh nina was our third published but fourth overall colorist yeah that makes any sense um and she was with us for a lot of issues from uh six through twelve um yeah and uh so she came back on to talk about her experience with working with and where she what she's doing now and stuff so that was kind of fun to catch up uh we've reached out to the other colorists to see if they wanted to catch up but so far they haven't wanted to right All right. Well, at least we reached out. Yeah. Uh, in July, we had Lucas back on the show. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, this time he was actually doing a Kickstarter. And again, we want to support people that we know. Yeah. So we had him on the show. And Angry Fred Viva Las Vegas. or Viva Las Angry. Viva Las Angry, yeah. So that's uh, his Kickstarter. Uh, it's funded. I'm still waiting for my book <laughs> and for the t-shirt Lucas come on um, but anyway that's supposedly coming soon I think he was he has uh, was a really uh, a lot of different weird tiers things like you could get little Lego yeah Angry Freds <laughs> and you could get playing cards and I opted for the t-shirt and the book so we're still waiting for that but anyway that should be looking forward to that uh, during July we hit our 100th show yeah it's a really big milestone there we wanted to do something spectacular (laughs) so we had on carla hoke yes the writer behind fight right book yeah uh whom we had met a couple years before at a novel writing conference from writers digest in pasadena yes and she was there talking about her book and how basically it's it's uh kind of if you're like us, you're probably not into a lot of fistfights and gunplay, but she was trying to write a book for writers to sort of tell you like what happens if you punch somebody or whatever. What it feels like to yeah. get hit or and, the, yeah. And talk about all these martial arts, some of which she's she's a 
black belt at. Yes. Uh, and um, so she knows her stuff. Right. And we had uh, sort of made suggestion to her that she try to be on at Comic Con. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, they have those kind of instructional uh, panels. I thought she'd be really great for that. Yeah. And ever since then, Comic Con hasn't been going on, but. Uh, hopefully she'll be there someday. But she was gracious enough to give us some time. Yeah. And be on the show. So it was our hundredth show. Yeah. It's kind of a biggie. I was I have read the book uh, cover to cover. I have too. And uh, it's a very good uh, starting point for uh, writing a fight scene. Yeah. And so I, I, we would recommend that to other writers who are trying to write fight scenes. It doesn't come yeah. up that much uh, in fantasy comic books as far as you know when yeah. it feels like throw a punch but uh i also like that she admits that there's only so much room in the book to talk about certain things and so if you want to dig deeper into like oh, this martial art then there's other material out there yeah she's not trying to be a an omnibus but just yeah. trying to <laughs> try to cover things it was very good yeah appreciate sure her being on the show uh so we're doing some support for some other people's uh, Kickstarters. Um, uh, Tina from Delegates rejoined us in uh, September to talk about their Kickstarter. Uh, they, along with uh, Dirk, I'll say Sean Hall, Dirk Brody, were doing Kickstarters with Artith Merrick. Yes. Um, which they're what they want to do is raise some money and get these books translated into French. Yeah. And then sell them in France as BDs or what we think of as graphic novels. Yeah. So um, we were there to help. We wanted to support her Kickstarter. And she was on the show. Yes. Yeah. And that was, again, a successful Kickstarter. I mean, I think so far we haven't anybody on that hasn't funded. Right. So I think we're kind of like magical. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so in November we had a... There was a... Some... Something happened that postponed a, uh, I guess you could say, interview (laughs) with uh, Steve Leffler, who uh, was doing a Kickstarter for Movie Star 1956. Uh, So this was a post-Kickstarter podcast. Yeah, he couldn't be on before the Kickstarter. He came on the Friday afterwards. Yeah. Um, It was still an interesting... Yeah, the problem we had, and you'll hear it if you watch it, or uh, or if you listen to it or, or watch it, is that his his audio kept cutting out. Yeah, especially so every, time, so every time he was saying something interesting. Yeah, was, what? <laughs> so yeah, so we're aware of that, but yeah, it was it was the spontaneity of it. He, again, very interesting guy. Been doing it for a long time. Did a lot of different things. Uh, well, we're checking out. Um, in December, um, we had on uh, half of <laughs> Danger and Mayhem. Yes. Uh, we were going to have Mayhem on the show, and uh, she brought on Danger, Jeremy yeah. Danger Dean. That's his legal middle name. Right. <laughs> As we asked him. And uh, he was going to be on, uh, so they were going to be on the show together. Her audio, I guess, wasn't doing well, yeah. so she... She left, and so we were stuck talking to him. Not stuck, but <laughs> ended up talking with him. I know what you mean. Uh, Hopefully, the viewer or listener knows. What I mean. Yeah, we're not. We're not. <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, they were there to, uh, or he was there to talk about uh, Comics Rebel. Yeah, this is a platform they are starting. Right, a digital comic book platform where they're trying to kind of fix some wrongs as they see it in the industry, as far as creators getting money. 
Yeah. Um, the interview was interesting, though, uh, after talking to them, uh, we still want to see, like, how the whole thing pans out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wish nothing, them luck. I, nothing against them, but there are, like, you know, too many fly-by-night There are a lot. There are a lot of platforms out there, and all of which kind of promise yeah. you, and I, I guess we, we're on, I think, five platforms now, so... I feel like we're four platforms. Well, technically, <laughs> yeah, because Comicsology is now is now uh, Kindle. <laughs> Kindle, yeah. Uh, so I guess we're on four platforms. Yeah. So um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> so that kind of uh, that brings us to current yes. Christmas time. <laughs> um, so anything that really stands out from twenty twenty one. Uh, well, there was a point where we also, outside of the podcast, we streamed the uh, Maiden demo for Resident Evil oh, Village. Sorry, I skipped over that, yeah. Uh, that was an interesting experience, uh, although I think for any future game streams, we, we could probably handle it better instead of, like, having a ring light in our face. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always fun. Yeah. Uh, we are, well, anyway, we'll talk. We are trying to upgrade our lighting. Yes. So, um. Hopefully, uh, that'll, that'll show up next year, but that's another podcast. Yeah. In case uh, any viewers are wondering, the ring light is non because we wanted the tree to be in its full glory. Right. Yeah. Want well, to be able to see the Christmas tree. Yeah. That'd be washed out. <laughs> <laughs> what are they saying in front of? All right. So until next time, I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And you've been on the air with Power Squared. Uh, 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 uh,